It's very important to have a video game that lets you kiss horses. It's clearly what every girl apparently wants. Hey there, Internet. I'm Annie. I'm Kit. And I'm Mac. And this is the Gem Jam, where we do an episode by episode recap of the 1980s cartoon Gem and the Holograms, because both it and the comic are truly outrageous. And there are truly, truly bears. I'm so happy. Uh, I think any comic that involves bears is a good comic. If I have the opportunity to even remotely say the bear is blocking Synergy's hologram projection, I feel like it's a good day. This is Gem and the Holograms issue 18, Chicha Changes part two. Again, that's not a bit. That's literally what it's called. If it were just called Changes, we would be calling it Chicha Changes, but it's actually called that. This is our second and uh, for the moment last issue with Jen Bartell on the inners. She has done another cover for us and her covers are always great. After this, we'll be switching over to our new artist for Stinger's arc, which is going to be great. In the meantime, we've got a few things to catch up on. First off, I think this cover implies a lot more conflict than is actually present in this issue. It's a little weird. Like, I really love it. I love that it's Blaze and Pizzazz fighting over a mic, probably in the middle of singing, like some kind of dueling banjos thing. But so far, this is not something that is reflected in the actual issue. Everybody looks adorable, though. We discussed how Jim Bartell's action wasn't so good last issue. I feel like it got better this one. I'm not really sure, but at least I didn't notice it as much this issue. I think there's a substantial improvement in getting more comfortable with the characters and their styles and uh, what kind of more or less detailed style works for interiors for Bartel. And I think it really shows a significant improvement. Uh, Stormer in particular looks super cuter in this one. I also want to point out that I love everyone's trying to get a signal poses in this. That thing's practically a horror movie trope at this point. Yeah, but it's also really funny seeing all the poses people contort themselves into trying to trick themselves into thinking that this will get them a signal. So let's hit our previously page. There's Stormer um, having Pizzazz yell at her for being a traitor. There's Shayna being like, I don't feel like talking right now because she's needing to tell everybody something. I'm not totally sure why Silica's here. Oh, well, I know why Silica's here. Never mind. The previously page actually seems a little bit disjointed. I'm not entirely sure... If I hadn't read the previous issue, I'm not sure that looking at this, I would know what was going on. I'm disappointed that we could only get like the close up of weight where there are babies and not showing the entire bear. Was there like no room for the bear? I feel like the previously page could have just been bear. I feel like when there is a bear, you make room for bear. So as you may recall, everybody split up into three different cars to go try three different routes that Stormer may have taken because she has gotten late to the party and she's not answering her phone. So we're in search party mode. Our first search party is Shayna, Tony, and Kimber being Kimber in the backseat. Tony's like, have you told them yet? And Shayna's like talking about it anyway because she's like, Kimber's not going to be paying attention. Who cares? Because she's totally not. She's trying to get a signal. She's got her head in her phone. Doesn't matter. And Shayna's trying to reassure Kimber that Stormer probably just got turned around. She's definitely not just been attacked by a bear. It's Tony and Shayna in the car and Shayna is torn up about something, about doing something that's good for her. And Tony is being a very reassuring and understanding and supportive boyfriend. And it's nice to see that relationship continue being probably the most stable one in the entire series. Yeah, they're really cute. They're adorable. 
babies. And then we move to yet another adorable couple. We get to Craig and Aja, and Craig is also trying to get a signal at one point by leaning over the back of his seat and leaning towards the back of the van, like that's gonna help. He also finds time to compliment Aja on her new hairstyle, and Aja's just, mmm. Aja's like, just my sister's worried that me making a drastic hair change meant I was dumping you, and Craig's like, what?! Are you? I love Craig's like terrified face here. And then I was just like, this is actually the part where I usually start panicking and bailing, but I don't feel panicky. And now I'm not paying attention to the road. I bet you say that to all the guys. Ah, those kids. And meanwhile, we have one of our cliffhangers from the previous issue. Oh God, here comes the drama car. Honk, honk, down the drama express. Here comes these kids. And uh, so it's mostly Rio just admitting to Jerrica that when he was searching for her, uh, Jim kissed him and he immediately shoved her away and everything, but he wanted to be upfront about that. Rio, thank you. Thank you for not being a jerk. Thank you for not being Rio, Rio. Thank you for not being Rio. It's appreciated. And Jem is like, oh, God, is that all? And he's like, you don't care? And she's like, no, I do. Just she told me already. Yeah. She tried to apologize to you. Jerrica, you got to be more on top about this. You got to know what you do and don't know and what Jem does and doesn't know. How many weeks has it been? How long has this been? Rio's like, so you you still trust her? Despite the fact that someone who is ostensibly your friend tried to kiss your boyfriend? Oh man, and for like that panel and the rest of the friggin' next page, except for like the last panel, he basically has the best suspicion eyes going on. It's like 100% side eye. <laughs> He's barely looking her dead on at all. It's all side eye. And Jerrica starts making excuses for her, saying, well, none of us were ourselves. I guess Jem wasn't herself either, which is technically true. We were all being mind controlled by an AI. I mean, what? Real's like, I guess I still don't trust her. Does that bother you? And Jerrick is actually kind of relieved that Rio is not obsessed with Gem and instead likes boring old Jerrica. And then they're so caught up in this conversation that they smack into Stormer's car. And I kind of love that they both drive Beatles. Yeah. I wonder what Jen Bartell's favorite car is. I mean, look, cars are terrible to draw and beetles are at least cute. So Jerrica starts looking for a signal. Yeah, she's got signal hands up here. Rio, meanwhile, is peeking into the car and he's like, it's definitely Stormer's car. Maybe you figured that out by the fact that her license plate just says Stormer. He also points out that, well, there's not a phone in there, but her bag and everything else is still in there. So it'd be weird if she left everything behind. But she's also not here. And then they spot a little scrap of fabric on one of the trees. Oh no, it's hot pink. This can only mean one thing. Stormer ran into the woods. Meanwhile, they haven't gone to Vancouver yet. The misfits are still in town. Just dancing. And what's really great is that Roxy is like me in nightclubs. She can't hear anything. It's just a whole series of gags about I didn't hear you correctly. I need some water. You need a spotter? Ugh, follow me. Shallow sea? Rox, you're killing me. You're making tea? She's doing this on purpose. (laughs) It's not a very sophisticated gag, but it's the kind of thing that I totally love. And meanwhile, Pizzazz is having none of this gag. She just wants to play a set. She wants to have a secret surprise show here in the nightclub. They're also missing their songwriter and guitarist, but Pizzazz says they don't need her. Yeah, Pizzazz is back on this whole Stormer is a traitor thing. Which I thought we resolved that like 10 issues ago, but okay, here we are. Look, Pizzazz is clearly not into this. 
And also, they have another misfit now, so it's probably fine. Maybe this is like cartoon possessed, where you just add more guitars and that makes it sound better. Yeah, they figure Blaze's guitar can make up for the missing keytar. And Roxy rightfully points out that, you know, while Pizzazz was out of commission, Stormer was her biggest supporter. She was fighting harder than anyone to keep us together. And Pizzazz is like, well, she didn't do that great of a job, did she? And it's, wow, Pizzazz! Yeah, like both uh, Jetta and Roxy are like, okay, that wasn't her fault. You're being unfair. And she tried her hardest for you. Cool it. What has she done for me lately? Jeez, pizzazz. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know somebody needed to continually do nice things for you in order to be considered a friend. Or even a bandmate. And uh, right in the middle of this, here comes Clash and Blaze. You guys, is it just me or does Blaze have the cutest clubbing outfit? She has the cutest clubbing outfit. I need that dress. Oh my gosh. It's adorable. She also has this headband with little devil horns or maybe cat ears. I'm not sure. Whatever it's case, she's cute. Clash also looks super good. Uh, I don't really know what she's choosing to do with her hair lately, but you know, you do you, Clash. Party on the side, business also on the side. And Pizzazz is like, whatever, you're here, we're gonna play. No, she's the boss, Albatross. Ah, I love those gags. I just love Roxy and Jetta. I think that's just, putting those two together in a room is just the best. Ah, they are the best roommates. I am such a huge fan of, like, changing them from bitter rivals to just sort of bestie frenemies. Definitely one of my favorite things in the comics so far. Meanwhile, Jerrica's digging around in her trunk looking for a flashlight that is very clearly at the top of whatever this pile of stuff is. It's like a piece of paper, a flashlight, and then a blanket. Rio tries to pull some macho crap here with like, you stay in the car, it's dangerous, you can't go, I'm going alone. And she's like, what, no, 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 we're going together. And then they hear a bear and a scream and they're like, I guess we're both going. And they find Stormer, who's huddled up. She's in a little fetal position, and they all scream at the same time. Jerrica asks Stormer if she's all right, and Stormer's immediate response is, there's a bear. He's just like, let's let's go back to the car. Stormer's like, I did the wrong thing. You're not supposed to turn your back. You're not supposed to run. Stormer has done lots of research on bears. I did both. I twisted my ankle. I hate my shoes. And there's still a bear. They're cornered. They're cornered in the woods by a bear. I really like everybody's screaming pose here. I'm actually like a really big fan of this panel. I like how Rio's like lifting his arm like it's going to defend him. Yeah, that's not going to do anything, Rio. It's a bear. But bless you for trying, son. And so Jerrica, in classic cartoon form, says, hey, Synergy, we need a distraction. And Synergy just creates another bear. I'm so, so glad that we did the I need something vague and Synergy's just like, let me show you something vague. Time for nightmares. I'm kind of sad it's not the horrible tentacle monster from Last Resorts. Oh man, the Last Resorts monster. I was kind of hoping it would be that, but I guess a bear is fine. A bigger bear. That is slightly easier to explain to other people, I guess. So the hologram bear chases the real bear off. They both disappear. And they end up running into Craig and Aja. And I gotta tell you, for like half a second there, I forgot Craig and Stormer were siblings. And then you see that they've got basically the same hair color. Yeah, and then they start calling each other dummies. And it's so cute. Is this the first time that we've actually seen these two interact together as siblings in the same panel? I think it is. And then Kimber bursts in. And then they have the most romantic reuniting pose. Kimber's like, you're the worst at nature, baby. And Stormer's like, I hate it so much. 
I also love their pose here because it looks like something that just came right out of like Utena. This is like right off the cover of a romance novel. I love everything about this. Oh, totally. So we finally head back to the lake house. Everybody's here. Everybody's reunited. It's fine. Stormer wants to stay inside forever. There were two bears. She's terrified of and hates bears. And Rio is like, wait a minute. That was like a grizzly bear. I don't think that should have happened. They're supposed to be extinct. And I love Jerrica's I don't know anything about bears. I think that might be my favorite out of context line from this comic. I don't know anything about bears. Like, is that her cover up there? Like, if anybody finds out it was a hologram, it definitely wasn't me. I don't know anything about bears. And Kimber immediately catches on like two bears, Jerrica. No, yes, there were. Sarah was just like, this makes no sense. We should be dead. We should be dead. There were two bears. One of them is extinct in California. There's two bears. I don't understand. We're dead. We're dead. She's having a crisis. Kimber drags Jerrica off. Aja and Shayna follow along because they're like, oh, there's going to be a fight. And Kimber's like, dude, she's terrified of bears. Why did you make another bear? I saved our lives is what I did. There was a real freaking bear, Kimber. You could have thought of something else. It was kind of a tough moment. She probably didn't know Stormer was afraid of bears, and they're all bickering, and then Shanna suddenly shouts with, I'm quitting the band. And everybody turns the stairs at her, but that's not what's important. The next page is what's important. All right, we head back to the club, and Pizzazz is ready to go up on stage. Nobody else is ready. And then they talk to the owner of the club, who's Rocky, and she tells them, oh yeah, no, there's somebody else on stage. And Pizzazz says, who the hell would dare? Who indeed? My boyfriend. Riot. People of Rocky, we hope you don't mind us taking over for a bit, doing an impromptu secret show for you fine people. You may have heard of us. We're the Stingers. We haven't gotten this yet in the cartoon episodes, but this is so reminiscent of the Stingers Hit Town Part 1. I totally love it. I love it so much. He looks so good. Look at him. I love that their song is called The Queen, because he looks a bit like Freddie Mercury. Also bees oh man like we have we have this beautiful uh two-page spread that's like a splash page that bleeds over into the next page of all the stingers there they're ready to rock they're doing real good i also like that their music sound which is the first time we've heard this so far their music graphic of them singing is like it's more of like sort of a burst of fire with diamond cutouts and it's a really cool look it's so cool I'm going to make this my background at all my computers. You're going to change that every time there's a big riot panel, aren't you? Your cup runneth over. It looks so good. They're singing a song. In your eyes, there's a sound. It's the sound of falling down so loud I want to drown. And Pizzazz is just like, you've got to be kidding me. She's so mad. I feel like that should have been the very last page of the issue. But instead, we cut back to Shayna talking about her fashion internship. We, we saw some hints of this much earlier. The first issue of Viral, I think, is when she submitted the application. Yeah, so that was like issue seven. So it's taken a while to get back to that. But she submitted an application for an internship in Milan, and she has gotten in. Yay, Shayna, but oh no, Shayna's got to quit the band. 
she was trying to get through recording the album without telling anybody because she didn't want to distract them and, and upset them. Kimber, you may remember from way back in issue one, Kimber's entire dream, her entire life has to be in a band with her sisters. And this is breaking that apart. And she is hurt and lashes out. And she's like, you want to abandon us? Oh, it is harsh. We cut back outside while they're all sort of trying to deal with this and being sad. And Tony's like, you think they're OK? Should we go check? And all of the other significant others. No. And Kimber's still saying, I can't believe you could betray us like this. And Shana's like, I've been putting all of you before what I want all the time. And this makes them sort of stop and figure out, wait a minute, you didn't want to do this. Oh, no. Oh, no. Everybody's been bad. But it turns out that Shana does want to do this. She just wants this fashion internship more. It's her passion. It's the thing that she's wanted to do more than anything else. And Kimber says, well, can't you just do both? You, you've been doing both this whole time. And then Shana says, no, it's it's in Milan. And Kimber says, you're not breaking up with the band. You're breaking up with us. And there's this big panel where there's a group hug and they're all crying and it's very sad. And then there's a to be continued, enter the stingers. Read this book. Five for including Riot. That's the last page of the issue. There's nothing to go out on except our sisters are upset and crying and they're worried they're going to all lose each other and that they've all been insensitive to each other's feelings. And it's awful. And and oh no, our sister babies. On the plus side, stingers. And Raya! Sting, sting, stingers. Here they come. Here come the stinger fingers. If they actually do the stinger fingers in the comic, how loud are you guys going to scream? Probably about as loud as I screamed when I saw the guitar motorcycles in issue six. So that was our last Bartel issue. I like the art in this one like a ton more than I thought it was a little dodgy in the in the last issue. And I'm almost sad now that she's not going to be doing more. I get the feeling the last issue might have been a little rushed, but I don't know for sure. From what I've heard from uh, what Kelly's talked about, it sounds like there was a lot of sort of tossing up in the air as to how they were going to do the Ray and the Stinger stuff and when that was going to happen. Kelly uh, was on War Rocket Ajax again and she did an interview about some of the upcoming stuff with the Stingers. And I believe she was saying that they were originally going to make some of the interim stuff a little longer and have a bit more time to do things. So I wouldn't be surprised if we only got these two issues in between that a lot of it kind of had to be rushed out the door in order to make it all work and get everything they needed to do done. But that'd be my guess. But uh, yeah, stingers. Stingers. They're coming. Mac, are you going to die? I'm going to die. They look so good. I'm kind of sad that they're introducing the stingers in the comic before I've seen them in the cartoon. I'm really curious how that's going to be for you, like, once we actually get to season three. I mean, it's going to be a different kind of stingers, but I have no idea just how stingers it's going to be, you know? I would love them no matter what. I continue to need Minx's hat. I'm really excited about Ray, you guys. I'm really excited to see how she fits. What I, I think is interesting about this is that you very often see bands where it's like a female singer and the rest of the backing band is male, but you very rarely see it the other way around. Yeah, that's really what made the singers in the cartoon interesting, was that it was still a primarily female group, and to see the dynamics of all three of them interacting, especially in a strictly platonic way, was a really nice dynamic, and I'm excited to see that replicated here. In the show, the dynamic, too, was that the Misfits were kind of already an established band. The Holograms basically became awesome overnight and didn't have to work hard for anything. Thing. And then the stingers were always like, we literally slept on the street as we struggled to make money. 
and rise up. And I'm kind of wondering how they're going to handle that. And it's also going to be interesting because one of the things that people complain about with season three is that it was very difficult for them to juggle all three bands, especially because since the singers are newer, they needed a bit more screen time. And then their season order was cut short. So we ended on a bit of a lopsided note with the Misfits. Now, in this case, we might actually be able to give the singers a bit more screen time because the Misfits are getting their own series. Which is going to be awesome. That's going to be incredible. We get a Gem of the Holograms comic and a Misfits comic. And that's going to be ridiculous for our workload, but we'll figure that out. Still want that Limp Lizards comic. But that does mean that you could actually give a decent amount of screen time to the Misfits and still have Stinger stuff in the comic. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that balances out. So next time we're going to start with the Stingers. We're going to start with our new artist for the book. Uh, There's going to be a lot of new starts. I think it's going to be really exciting and I'm looking forward to next month. It's going to be great. I'm so excited. I'm so excited about Stingers. Bees! They are bees. They are bee people from West Germany and Mexico and West Germany. You can just say Germany now. Can we? It's more fun to say West Germany. It's so deliciously 80s. Minx especially sounds like she's going to be like super German and it's going to be great. I mean, she was definitely the most German one in the original. So I'm looking forward to that. The Gem Jam comes out every Sunday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and YouTube. We are also on Twitter and Tumblr. You can find us just about everywhere at the Gem Jam, except on Twitter, where we are at Gem Jam Cast. If you like what we do and you want to support us, a rating, review, subscribe, anywhere you find our podcast is especially helpful. It helps our metrics, helps us get discovered, and helps us know that you like us. We have no other way of knowing. Ah, freaking iTunes. If you want to support us financially, you can do so at patreon.com slash the Gem Jam. For a couple bucks a month, we've got some cool rewards for you. And we have some cool stuff coming down the pipeline that we hope you all really enjoy. So until next time, dear listeners, I'm Annie. I'm Kit. I'm Mac. And this has been the Gem Jam, where we remind you that outrageousness speaks louder than words. 